This is Chicago's Morning Answer. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? On AM 560, The Answer. Dan and Amy, so this series of columns at Gizmodo fascinated me. You've heard of the 12 labors of Hercules. Well, what uh, Gizmodo columnist Kashmir Hill did, I would say, is more difficult than capturing the Cretan bill or cleaning out the Aegean stables. She gave up the big five, removed the big five from her life uh, each for a week. Microsoft, Apple, Facebook, Google, Amazon. Could you do that? Would you want to even try? I wouldn't. So uh, she you has. You couldn't survive. She, she has sacrificed herself all for all of us. I mean, I like Facebook. You know, make a couple posts a day, but do I? Do I check it? Do I check the Twitter? Well, Twitter wasn't included, but Amazon. I watch everything on the streaming services. Oh yeah, Amazon Video. Google. That Google. I mean, it's not just doing. Uh, it's not just Google the question machine. It's. Google Maps, Google Calendars. I don't, I don't know Google if we could documents. do a show without any of these. So I mean, Amazon, we can maybe do a show without. So we're pleased to be joined by modern day hero Kashmir Hill. Kashmir, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Being called a modern Hercules is definitely the best introduction I've ever gotten. So thank you. <laughs> well, I love. I mean, the headlines say it all. I mean, I tried to block Amazon from my life; it was impossible. I cut Facebook out of my life; surprisingly, I missed it. I cut Google out of my life; it screwed up everything. I cut Apple out of my life; it was devastating. I cut Microsoft out of my life, or so I thought. <laughs> so it sounds like a painful five weeks for you. It was, yeah, it was incredibly difficult for for me and for my family, my husband and my two-year-old daughter. And it was actually six weeks because the final column hasn't come out yet. It's oh. when I blocked all the tech giants for a week. Um, and that comes out actually soon, like in a couple hours. So what did you miss most? Amazon, Facebook, Google? Uh, I think the hardest one was really Amazon just because, you know, the way I was doing this, I wasn't just boycotting their products. I had I worked with a technologist who built a special tool for me that blocked my devices from being able to access these tech giant servers. Um, so when I blocked Amazon, it took down Amazon Web Services, or AWS, which is a huge web hosting service that hosts so many websites and apps. It was, it was incredible. And it took out all digital entertainment for me. So you know, I couldn't, I couldn't um, listen to Spotify on the Amazon Echo we have in our house, and I couldn't watch Netflix because even though Netflix is an Amazon competitor, they're hosted by AWS. I just, we couldn't watch movies in our house or listen to music, so it was just, it was really silent, and um, it was harder to mo- motivate myself to exercise because I usually use those things as, um, um, as bait to get me to the gym. And uh, the, the Facebook, that would seem to be the easiest one to cut out, and it seemed to indicate that in your column that you thought it would be the easiest one. But I thought you made a really good point. It turned out to, not to be so easy because I have built a social ecosystem on Facebook, and so I was disconnected from my social circle. Right, because Facebook isn't just Facebook. It's Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. And I'm a huge Instagram user, and my whole network of my whole community um, I'm connected to on Facebook and Instagram, and it's where I get news about everybody, and it's where I share my own news. So during the week that I was blocking um, Facebook, 
my one of my closest friends had her baby and I didn't know about it. And when I later re-enabled Facebook, I saw that her baby had come and I called her up and I was like, congratulations, I wouldn't have known this. Well, I assume I would have checked in at some point to see if she popped, but I wouldn't have known it without Facebook. And she said, you know, I just assume when I put something on Facebook, everybody sees it. And so it was really hard to unplug from Facebook just because they have such a monopoly on the social networks with, with some of the properties that they've bought. Now, how did it change your relationship with your two-year-old uh, child and with your husband? Did you guys grow closer together or was it, you know, as with all things, you know, a lot of agitation at first and then it got better? Yeah, my husband wouldn't go all the way in on the block because he said he has a real job and he has to be able to use the Internet normally. Mm -hmm. um, for my two-year-old, you know, she was just she, – she knows the word Alexa, though she pronounces it Alexa – and she missed having music in the house and being able to watch the movies that she likes. She, there's three movies she likes to watch. So she was frustrated. And because she's two, I couldn't really explain to her why I was torturing her for my journalism. Um, I would say, like, the overall effect for me was that by blocking the tech giants, because they control so much of the infrastructure of the Internet and the web, it just forced me not to use technology altogether. And so it it made me look at screens less and just kind of be more focused on um, the people around me, um, such as my husband and my daughter. So overall, it was really good for us. Um, it just made us like zone out less on television and go out to playgrounds more. Um, I, I, ever since I did the experiment, I just, I look at my phone a lot less and I just feel freed of technology um, to a certain extent, which which I really appreciate. Well, it's interesting because that's consistent with some of the studies that have come out recently, both about uh, intellectual development of children who are too spending too much time in front of a screen, and then just the happiness of adults who spend too much time, you know, obsessed with all of the different social media platforms. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we forget that the internet is only twenty years old, and all these new technologies have changed the way we live so drastically. Um, we are, I mean, you kind of see it if you turn on the screen time reports on your smartphone and you realize how many hours you're looking at your phone every day and how many times you pick it up. And this is, you know, this is a new development in humanity. These are things we weren't doing 30 years ago. And um, I, I feel that there's a backlash right now where we realize, okay, maybe we've taken this too far and this isn't a healthy relationship that we have with these technologies and these devices. And um, I hope other people kind of maybe do something. I, I hope no one does exactly what I did because what I did was so painful. But <laughs> oh, in, terms of, <laughs> in terms of doing a kind of the digital equivalent of a juice cleanse and trying to pull back from these, these giants for a little while and, and change your habits, I, I hope other people will do that too. I think uh, the canary in the coal mine for me was when Joaquin Phoenix was dating his operating system. I thought, okay, you maybe, maybe we need to pull the reins on this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you have your last article coming out this week? It comes out today, actually. Okay. So it'll go up on the Gizmodo site in uh, in a couple hours. And so uh, so we wait. So we've covered Amazon, uh, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, micro, yeah, Microsoft. Wait, I thought I got Microsoft out of my life. Explain. <laughs> yeah, I thought like, oh, I don't use many Microsoft products. Like I don't have a Windows computer. I don't use Microsoft Office. Um, I do use LinkedIn and Skype a lot, which Microsoft owns, but I figured I'd be okay without them for a week. And as a consumer, it wasn't that hard to avoid Microsoft, except 
every time I went anywhere to any business or used, you know, public transportation, I would look around and realize, oh, this is powered by Microsoft servers because Microsoft is a business-to-business company. Right. And so they power a lot of these things on the back end, like some dated, <laughs> dated technologies that our governments um, are using are often uh, showing Windows errors because they're powered by Microsoft. So I felt like I had avoided it in my computer use and my you know, phone use, but just by moving through a city and paying for things and, and using services, I was encountering Microsoft. And it was hard to stop myself from doing that. So um, the takeaway for the last five or well, six weeks is basically resistance is futile. We will be assimilated. Just submit to the Borg. <laughs> I hate conclusions like that. So I would say resistance isn't futile and that we actually have to fight back or, you know, these companies are really powerful and they'll continue to really control the way that we uh, that we work, that we live, that we socialize. Um, and so we have to be really intentional about resisting kind of the things that are, they're pushing at us because at the end of the day, they're making their money by making us stare at screens so they can, you know, monetize our attention, monetize our data. And so we should be aware of that in the backs of our minds and I think try to change our behavior. And then I also think, you know, the government could do something about this and, and, um, maybe regulate how powerful these companies are, are getting um, and give us more control over our, our data as we're moving around online. Um, but, yeah, I don't – resistance is not futile. Okay. <laughs> I hope that there's right. a more positive takeaway. All right. She is Kashmir Hill. She's a journalist at Gizmodo, uh, Gizmodo Media. Uh, tweet out her columns. Of course, I'm tweeting them out. I'm using social media. Right, uh, exactly. But you've got to, you've got to read these. A great detail on each one of the big five that you don't otherwise think about as you just uh, utilize them in your day-to-day life. It's really interesting. Great columns. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. And she joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. If you're talking about it, Dan and Amy are talking about it. It's Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560, The Answer.